Amen. God bless you on this morning. All right. Can you guys see me? I see Jerry Fletcher here. Amen. We thank God for today and the lesson for today. All right. So Jesus as the new Moses. So that's the message for today. Pastor Derek Fletcher with Derek Fletcher and Iyani Fletcher. Amen. Yes and amen. All right, so so we got a great lesson. All the lessons are really awesome here. How and great so, of a lesson. It's going to change your life if you let it. That's how great it is. All right, so so that person that spoke up, uh, can you pray, please? Father God, on today, we thank you for today. Thanks for keeping us whole and healthy, Father God. We want to thank you for another day of living, breathing, eating, and giving praise to you, Father God. On today, we call out to you, blessing all these children who are in and watching this video. Bless them. Let them learn something brand new and absolutely mind-blowing about the Lord, Father God. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. Amen. All right. So we're going to talk about the, uh, uh, it says here, educated students on the purpose of Matthew's gospel. All right. And so we want to uh we want Jesus to be revealed in you. And we want to look at how Jesus is the new Moses according to our title. Okay. So also we want to uh you the students uh that God has been faithful to humans from the old testament through to today to into the New Testament. And so subject areas are Jesus, knowing Jesus, Moses, prophecy, and truth. And so Jesus, what what do you think knowing Jesus, what do you think that means? Any any volunteers? All right. So knowing Jesus meaning to me what it means to me is really understanding his his character uh what what he did um his position uh for referencing calvary's cross and so i i think it was uh the ultimate act of service and servitude referencing the cross and so let's take a look here um, at Matthew 27, uh, 52 through 53. And it says here, and the tombs broke open. The bodies of many holy people who have died were raised to life. They came out of the tombs after Jesus's resurrection and went into the holy city and appeared to many people. Okay, that's interesting. And the tombs broke open. 
the bodies of many holy people who had been who had died were raised from the dead. They came out of the tombs after Jesus's resurrection and went into the holy city and appeared uh, to many people. All right, so repeat after me. Uh, Matthew 27, 52 through 53. Matthew 27, 52 through 53 verses. And the tombs broke open. And the tombs broke open. The bodies of many holy people. The bodies of many holy people. Who had died were risen to life. Who had died were risen to life. Uh oh. Who had died were raised to life. Go ahead. Who had died, who raised to life. Who were raised to life. Yeah, I was like, uh oh, I said the wrong word. All right. So uh, they came out of the tombs after Jesus' resurrection. They came out of the tombs. They came out of the tomb for Jesus' resurrection. They came out of the tomb after Jesus' resurrection. They came, they came out, out of, of the tomb after Jesus' after Jesus resurrection. resurrection. Went into the holy city. Went, went into, the, into holy the holy city. And appeared to many people. And, and appeared, appeared to many people. Okay. All right. All right. Dad, there's something yes. covering it. What's covered? Yep. Oh, there is. Oh, let's see here. Oh, oh, oh. What about now? Better. That's better. Okay, good. That's good. I'm glad you let me know that. Okay, we did the opening prayer. And so we're going to freeze frame this. This is like uh, the group activity. Okay, so do you ever, do you like reading the Old Testament? Do you guys know yes. what the Old Testament is versus the New Testament? Yeah, there's some parts of the Old Testament I like, but I mostly like the New Testament. Okay. Okay, so, all right, so what value do you think it holds for today? I think the Old Testament is a guide uh, for what was to come. So the, for me, the Old Testament backs up what the, the New Testament uh, shares and talks about it, validates it. That's what I think. All right. Anybody else? All right. All right. Good. Good. And so, uh, name a few people who came, who come to mind when you think of the Old Testament. 
Any any Old Testament people? What about Abraham, Moses, Joshua, Caleb? Okay, so today we were going to talk about Moses. What do you know about Moses? I know he created the Testaments. Okay, he wrote the 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 first the uh, Pentateuch, uh, the first five books of the Old Testament. He wrote those. They call them the Pentateuch. Okay. okay. Moses also delivered the people out of Egypt, right? Right. Okay. Okay, so what do you think of, of him, right? He was a great leader. What do you think of him? Of Moses. I think he was determined. Determined in what way? He was determined to get getting the word of God out. Huh? He was determined to getting the word of God out. Okay, he was determined to get the word of God out. What about the he 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 was really like uh the one that presented the law to the people and he, he helped to enforce the law. Right? Yeah. Anything else? One else? Anything else, Derek or you? No. Okay, so today today we're gonna talk about Moses. Okay. All right, so let's get so we have a uh definitely a set of scriptures. A volley of scriptures. Um, so let's let's take a look at this narrative here. It says, uh, uh, as we already discussed, Moses played a very important role in the Old Testament. Right? He wrote the first five books, or the Pentateuch, as they call it. All right. And so it says here, he was born a Hebrew parent. <laughs> he was born to Hebrew parents, but lived among the Egyptians. He was a shepherd. He is the one God chose to save the people from slavery in Egypt. He is the one God chose to lead the people to the promised land. Okay. So did you guys know this about Moses? No. You didn't? Okay. I mean, in a way, yes. I knew. You know this? You know this? Okay. Anything else? All right. All right. So let's uh, 
Let's go ahead here. So today we are uh, going to begin with Matthew. Matthew links uh, to a lot of the Old Testament content. One of the things that Matthew uh, makes stunningly clear is that Moses is a lot like Jesus. Some theologians even call Jesus the new Moses. Okay. All right. So let's take a look at this. Um, so we'll have, Derek, we'll have you read the Exodus part, and then we'll have Yanni read the um, the Matthew part. Okay. Exodus. Um, Exodus 1. 22 through 2.10. Okay. Then, per then Pharaoh gave this order to all Pharaoh, his people. Pharaoh, Pharaoh. Pharaoh gave this order to all his people. Okay. Every Hebrew boy that is born you must throw into the Nile, but let every girl live. Okay. What what did he say again? He said what? He, he said, said let every girl live. Let every girl live. And throw every boy into the what? The water or Nile. Huh? That's what Pharaoh said. That's what Pharaoh said, y'all? Yeah. Yes. I can't believe it. So you thought Pharaoh was a good guy, huh? Mm, nope. Nope. All right, so let's take a look here. Let's take a look. Let's do a deeper dive. Oh, okay. Uh, okay, keep reading, Derek. All right. Now, a man of the tribe, Levi, of, oh, wait, of Levi, married a Levite woman, and she became pregnant and gave birth to a son. When she saw that he was a fine, ch a fine ch child, she hid him from three for three months. Oh, I remember this one. But when she could not, but when she could hide him no longer, she got a a paperous bucket for him and coated it with tar and pitch. Then okay. she placed. Oh, hold on, hold on. So, so this is a papyrus. Papyrus. Okay. Oh, papyrus. Yeah. Okay, keep going. Pitched it with tar, with tar and pitch. Okay. Tar and pitch. Okay. When she placed the child in it, in it, the child in it, and put it among the reeds along the bank of the Nile, his sister stood at a distance to see what would happen to him. Then Pharaoh's daughter went down to the Nile 
to bathe, and her attendants were walking along the riverbank. She saw the basket among the reeds and sent her female slave to get it. She opened it and saw the baby. He was crying, and she felt sorry for him. This is one of the Hebrew babies, she said. Then his sister asked Pharaoh's daughter, Shall I go and get one of the Hebrew women to nurse the baby for you? Yes, go, she said. All right, keep going. Um, so the girl went and got the baby's mother. Pharaoh's daughter said to her, Take this baby and nurse him for me, and I will pay you. So the woman took the baby and nursed him. When the child grew older, she took him to, the, to Pharaoh's daughter, and he became her son. She named him Moses, saying, I drew him out of the water. Okay. Okay. I drew him out of the water. Okay, Yanni. Matthew 2, 13 through 18. When they had gone, an angel of the Lord appeared to Joseph in a dream. Get up, he said. Take the child of his mother and escape to Egypt. Stay there until I tell you. For Herod is going to search for the child to kill him. For he got up took the child and his mother during the night and left for, for Egypt, where he stayed until the death of Herod. And so was fulfilled what the Lord had said through the prophet. Out of Egypt I called my son. When Herod realized that he had been outwitted by Magi. Magi. So that's Magi. Herod. King Herod, and that's uh, Magi. He was Keep furious, on. and he gave orders to kill all the boys in Bethlehem and its vicinity, vicinity, who were two year olds and under, in accordance with the time he had learned from the Magi. Then what was said through the prophet Jeremiah was fulfilled. A voice is heard in Roman weeping and great mourning. Rachel weeping for her child, for her children, and refused to be comforted because they are no because they there no more so a voice is heard in Rama weeping in great mourning Rachel weeping for her child and refusing to be comforted because they are no more so what's common about those two scripture contexts one is referencing Moses, which is Old Testament, 
and the other one, Matthew is referencing the birth of Jesus. So, so what what can you already identify as common uh, things, right? <clears throat> so, I'm going to help you. So, the king, uh, Pharaoh, and then King Herod, they both issued an order to do what? To kill uh, male boys, right? Right. Hello, 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 hello. Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Yes. All right. Not only that, but Jesus and Moses, uh, right, uh, they escaped the de that death edict by both kings, correct? Correct? Correct. Okay. Moses was chosen to lead the people. And Jesus chosen to lead the people, right? Anything else in common that you guys can think of? No. No. Okay. Okay, I, I got this one. Moses then took the blood uh, sprinkled it on the people and said, this is the blood of the covenant that the Lord has made with you in accordance with these words. What does this passage in Exodus have in common with uh, Matthew's accounts of Jesus? Okay, so so Jesus is are the symbol for, and his blood, the symbol for the New Testament, right? Yes. Hello, you're quiet there. You're quiet there. Okay, okay. So, so but they said here, though there is no direct passage from Matthew to compare. This one is fairly obvious. So common traits. Uh, what are some common traits? Moses used blood of the covenant to cleanse the people from their sins. The blood of Jesus cleanses us from our sins. Moses and Jesus were both mediators or go-betweens, right? Between the people and God. Okay, any questions about that? No. No. All right, you sure? Everybody good? Yes. Okay. All right, so Exodus, um, I'll read these because there's some more reading for you guys. So Exodus 34 and 28, Moses was there with the Lord 40 days and 40 nights without eating bread or drinking water. And he wrote on tablets the words of the covenant, the Ten Commandments. Wow. Now check this out. 
after fasting 40 days and 40 nights, he was hungry. So this is Jesus right here. This is Old Te This is New Testament. And this is Moses, which is uh, Old Testament. And so this is New Testament. Let's make sure. Okay, so, so they both fasted for 40 days. All right. And, and they were in the wilderness. So what does the passage in Exodus have in common with the passage of uh, Matthew accounts of Jesus? And I kind of gave it to you already. So what do they have in common? The answer is there. Paddle one. Paddle one. Um, just as Moses does not eat or drink for 40 days and 40 nights while on the mountain, wow, recording God's law, wow, so also Jesus, Jesus fasts for 40 days and 40 nights in the desert being tempted by Satan. Wow. All right. All right. So, so, okay. Okay. So, all right. Uh, okay. So, okay. Um, I'm going to read the first three verses here with this. Um, and then, uh, Derek, you'll read Exodus. 21 uh, through 17, you'll read that. And then Yanni, you'll read Matthew 5, 1 through 11. Okay. All right. All right. Okay. All right. Okay. So uh, Exodus 19, 1 through 3. On the first day of the third month after the Israelites left Egypt, on that very day, they came to the desert of Sinai. After they set out for uh, Dean, they entered the desert of Sinai and Israel camped there in the desert in front of the mountain. Then Moses went up to God and the Lord called to him from the mountain and said, this is what you are to say to the descendants of Jacob and what you are to tell the people of Israel. Okay, Derek, Exodus 21 through 17. Um, I, oh wait, come on, uh, and, and God spoke all these words. I am the Lord, your God, who brought you out of Egypt, out of the land of slavery. You, sh you shall have no other gods after me. You shall not make yourself an image of in the form of anything in heaven above or on the earth beneath or in the waters below. 
Hold on. It just it just pixeled out. Did it come back? Uh, yeah. Okay. Where did I? Where was I? Um, Number five. Number five. Oh. You shall not bow down to them or worship them, for I, the Lord your God, am a jealous God, punishing the children for the sin of the parents to the third and fourth generation of those who hate me. But showing love to a thousand generations of those of those who love me and keep me keep my keep commandments. My commandments. You shall not mis misuse misuse the name of the Lord your God, for the Lord will not hold anyone guilt guiltless who misuse my name. Remember the Sabbath day by keeping it holy. Six days you shall labor and do all your work, but the seventh day is work neither the seventh you... day is what the seventh, the seventh day is... the seventh day oh the seventh day is a sabbath to the lord your god on it you shall not do any work neither you nor your son or daughter nor your male or female servant nor your animals nor any foreigner res Residing in your Resides. towns, okay. residing in your towns, for in six days. Oh, okay. Well, it, hmm. what happened? Did, did it pixelate? Yeah. Come on! Come on! Yeah, I think something's wrong with the Cox internet because they're putting that fiber stuff in too. And I think, I don't know. Did it come back? Yes. Um, where is I? Uh, for in six days, that's where I was. Yes. Uh, for in six days, the Lord made the heavens and earth, the sea and all that is in them. But he res rested on the seventh day. Therefore, the Lord blessed the Sabbath day and made it holy. Um, honor your father. Okay. Yes. Okay. It only did it for a little bit. Honor your father and honor and your mother so that you may live long in the land the Lord your God is giving you. Okay. Read 12 again. Read 12 again. Honor your father and your mother so that you may live long in the land of in the land the Lord your God is giving you. Read it one more time. 
Honor your father and your mother so that you may live long in the land the Lord your God is giving you. Okay, all right. Go to the next one, please. You shall not murder. You shall not commit adultery. You shall not steal. You shall not false testimony against your neighbor. You shall not covet your neighbor's house. You shall not covet your neighbor's wife or his male or his female servant, his ox or donkey, or anything that belongs to your neighbor. Okay. All right, Yanni, you up. Get on up. Now when Jesus saw the crowd, hold on, he hold went on, hold up. on. Matthew 5, 1 through 12. Okay, go ahead. He went up on the mountainside and sat down. His disciples came to him, and he began to teach them. He said, Blessed are the poor is spirit, for there is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are those who mourn, for they will be comforted. Blessed are the meek, for they will inherit the earth. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they will be filled. Blessed are merciful, for they will be shown mercy. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they will see God. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they will be called children of God. Blessed are those who persecuted because of righteousness, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are those who argue when people insult you, persecute you, and falsely say all kinds of people against you because of me. Okay, could you read that again? There was like a lot of noise. There's a lot of static in the background. Uh, from 10 and 11. Read that again, please. Student Yanni. Blessed are those who persecuted because of righteousness, for there is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are you when people insult you, persecute you, and falsely say all kinds of evil against you because of Okay, because of me. So what does the passage in Exodus have in common with the Matthew's account of Jesus? They were both on the mountain, Todd. That's one, right? And Jesus ascend, ascends a mountain to uh, facilitate God's new way of life. Okay. But that's not all. Both teachings include 10 summary statements that extend into subsequent chapters of, of Exodus and uh, Matthew. Okay. Okay, so, so you guys got that. Okay, so there is much more that we could dig into. The Passover versus uh, the initiation of the Lord's Supper 
uh, the instructions about the Passover lamb. Jesus is the sacrificial Passover lamb. All right. And so those are just a few. Here are some other things, too. Uh, well, we might as well go through it. Um, so during the uh, confrontation of Moses, the 10 plagues are um, miraculous works. During uh, the ministry of Jesus, Jesus performed miraculous works, right? Miracles. Uh, Moses' uh, family is a priestly tribe. Jesus is the great high priest. Okay, and etc. So Moses is born in Egypt, flees, then goes back to the people of Egypt. Uh, Moses, on the, I mean, Jesus, on the other hand, is born in Bethlehem, but he flees to Egypt, then returns to Judea to minister and ultimately save the people. All right. So there, there's there's what we call areas of parallelism there. So let's turn to the New Testament book to begin to make some applications for life. Okay, so let's take a look at this. Um, I'll, guess what, guys? I'm going to read this. All right. So, so Hebrews 3, 1 through 6. This is, therefore, holy brothers and sisters who share in the holy calling, fix yourselves, fix your thoughts on Jesus who we acknowledge as our apostle and high priest. He was faithful to the one who appointed him, just as Moses was faithful in all Jesus's, in all God's house, excuse me. Jesus has been found worthy of greater honor than Moses just as the builder of the house has greater honor than the house itself, for every house is built by someone. But God is the builder of everything. Moses was faithful as a servant in all God's house, bearing witness to what would be spoken by God in the future. But Christ is faithful as the son over God's house. And we are his house if indeed we hold firm to our confidence and the hope in which we glory. And so Jesus is the keeper of our house. He is the chief priest. He is the cornerstone. Okay. Uh, so how are Moses and Jesus compared in verse three? Derek. Um. Okay, so they're talking about the position of honor. And so who has the greatest honor, Derek? 
Moses or Jesus? Mm, hard to tell. Old Testament, New Testament. Yeah, they're both faithful. Okay. According to this passage, what is, why is Jesus more worthy to receive? What is Jesus is more worthy to receive, Yanni? Jesus is more worthy to receive a house. Honor. What about honor? honor? More glory. They said honor, but okay, more glory. So why does Jesus get more honor and glory according to verse 5 and 6? Everybody has to answer that. Because he's faithful. Okay. So it says he's faithful as the son over God's house. Okay. What do you think, Derek? Um, All right, don't don't worry. We're going to give you the next question. Wait, wait, wait. Hold on. Okay, yeah. Next question. Okay. So the faithfulness of both Moses and Jesus is noteworthy. But we want uh, to end today by talking about God's faithfulness through it all. Okay, so, Derek, uh, God used Moses' uh, faithfulness to rescue the people from Egypt. How does God's faithfulness in rescuing his people continue? Well, define how, like as in back when or now? Now. Well, that's the thing. There's many things that he's doing. Okay. It You just, um, you know. Well, there's actually one time, uh, remember the pastor? He said that a church burned down. Okay, a church burned down. What does that mean? Remember, remember when uh, the Lord told uh, the pastor to put holy water on his walls of his church? Okay, on the altar. Yes. Okay. Or, or And um, they saw a church built burning and they thought it was theirs but it wasn't okay. I don't remember that one okay so let's look at this let's look at this I don't remember that part of it. so through Jesus he rescues us from bondage of sin what kind of sin 
are you bondage in? Don't don't answer that, but think about it. So what are you in bondage to? Is it the internet? Is it lying? Is it deceiving your parents? Is it pornography? Um, is it uh, manipulating others? Jesus Christ has set you free from the curse of death, hell, and the grave. Okay? All right. So when you reflect on God's faithfulness through Moses and Jesus, how does it make you think of God's faithfulness now, modern day? He's ever faithful. Yep. He's ever faithful. He will not let you down. Any any questions about that? He's ever, ever faithful. Okay. How does God's faithfulness change the way you look at him? Trust him. Do you really trust him? Yes. Okay. Yanni? Yes. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. So, so how do we, how, what, what is it that we do um, to work through that, to be ever faithful to the things of God? Any questions? I, wow, I mean, you guys he... are quiet. You guys are quiet. What's going on? Hmm. Well, we usually pray. Mm -hmm. Oh, pray. We beg for forgiveness. Beg for forgiveness. Go to church, get baptized. Uh, uh, okay, go to church to get baptized. So all all that stuff is it symbolic or or is it really in your heart? What's in your heart? What's the what's the truth of what's in your heart? That's what that's what God is looking at, and and that's that's what He wants to know, right? Like what's in your heart? Okay. We're not sugarcoating it. We're not. Uh, we're not uh, hiding it. But but God is really concerned about the core of your heart, right? And and we're talking about those areas, guys, where no one else knows, even those hidden places that you hide from your parents, from each other, 
You guys, are you guys with me? Yeah. Yeah. What's yeah? What does yeah mean? Yeah. I said yes. Oh, you said yes. Okay. So Matthew clearly in the case of foreshadowing of Jesus, even in ancient books like Exodus. So we call that prophecy, guys. It's prophecy, prophetic. Um, and so uh, we, we chase after Jesus because of that, right? The Old Testament confirms what the New Testament has. Okay, let us pray. Any questions? No. 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 Father God, we thank you for today. We thank you for today's lesson. We thank you for your goodness, your mercy, and your grace. Hallelujah. We thank you that you have covered us through the blood of Jesus and through the finished work of the cross. And so we bow. We humbly come before you. We trust you, Father God, and we ask you to keep us referencing this lesson in other areas of life, Lord God, and, and we ask you for your cover and your hedge of protection to be about us. We thank you, Father, for today in this lesson. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 Yeah. All right. All right. So, Amen. We thank God for you on today, everyone uh, that's here. Uh, this is Pastor Derek Fletcher with uh, Derek Fletcher and Yanni Fletcher. And yes, and amen. You, amen. Enjoy your day and God bless you. And we love you. Amen.